Hello and uh, welcome back to, I guess, Cough Bond's second podcast. Um, we are very new to this, so please bear with us when we get through these. We're not really using much editing tools, so it's just going to be a good conversation between me and Tony, um, just pe- getting people up to date with what's been going on. Um, what we're going to do today, we're actually going to follow up. We did a conversation series at the end of last year where we had a movie night for our clients and for the um, charity that we were looking after for that event was Carrie's Beanies for Brain Cancer. Um, following on from that, I guess it's been a rough couple of months for Coffin Bond um, with a few clients passing away and some sad stories, but I guess we'll, we'll talk about that with the managing partner, Tony Kofkin, uh, and we'll just get his thoughts on what's been going on. So Tony, I guess I'll, I'll pass it over to you to just sort of touch on what's been happening at Kofkin Bond in regards to, I guess, the non-glamorous side. People look at the glamorous side as being the funds management side and the making of the money, but I just wanted you to talk about, I guess, protecting wealth and, and protecting your family. Thanks, Jamie. It's 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 actually quite interesting, isn't it, how when people think of financial planners, they think of investment work predominantly um, and, you know, placing mo- money on markets and what's happening in the markets, etc. And, you know, the tens of millions of dollars in new business that we lodge every month um, put on market and where we think markets are going with the, probably the majority of our uh, Facebook posts have been about, especially if market volatility. But... Probably the most misunderstood, but I regard as important part of the job we do is actually life insurance. When I say life insurance, I'm talking about your normal life insurance being what people regard as death, but also living insurance being your trauma, income protection, uh, insurance, uh, TPD, etc., total and permanent disablement. But you, you opened up by saying, yep, it has been probably a pretty rough 12 months for us. And when I say that, it's because we've gone through a lot of claims um, and you know my clients personally who have gone through claims your clients become your friends over the years and it's it's very hard to actually have to face those claims and be putting in claims to them and talking them about terminal illness and talking to them about you know what the definition of cancer that's come from their oncologist etc means for their insurance policy so it has been it has been pretty tough especially over the last uh, couple of months yeah um i I get as you said it's it's the non-glamorous side and it's the part that people don't really want to talk about i guess people sort of facing that they don't think that something bad's going to happen to them and look some people can go through life and and not experience any shame we all we all hope to god nothing's bad so it's um it's like you know, the amount of money I've spent since the age of 18, so we're now talking th- nearly 32 years. I got my licence a week after, you know, I turned 18. I've never once had an accident in my car, ever. Yeah. What a complete waste of money. But I pay those premiums every time. And, and that's the thing is that, especially when it comes to life insurance and major trauma insurance, we all really want our insurance to be an absolute complete waste of money. I want my insurance to be the worst investment I've ever made because... If it's not, I mean, something serious has happened to my health and my family are receiving money and, but, you know, dad's no longer about. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. We actually posted an article um, the other day on our Facebook page and we're not sure sort of how many people have seen that, but the stats to say how many people would take out, you know, car insurance and look after their car. I think it was seventy one percent. Yeah, instead of actually sort of, you know, taking care of their, their themselves, which was less than thirty one percent in Australia. So that's some alarming statistics. 
It is. It certainly is. It's um, and especially when, at the end of the day, when it comes to insurance, you're insuring your life, but what you're actually doing is insuring your family's livelihood. It's you know, in the event of my death, my insurance has been set up to pay out as tax effectively as possible to ensure my family get to live the same standard of living that they have today. And my you know, two children are both now adults, but it's about ensuring that they have a quality of life that they were destined to have if dad hung around anyway. So that's why I pay those premiums. But do you want to do you want to just quickly touch on that story? I always find it pretty funny between the favourite child that you have. Um, well, one of them. I don't have a favourite <laughs> child, Jamie. How many times I have to say that? I, I guess one. We now have Josh working with Inkoff and Bond. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's once, my oldest child. Yeah. <laughs> once he left, once he left uni, I guess the whole tax position of an insurance payout changed fairly substantially. So, do you want to just touch on that quickly? Yeah, I, w- I will. It's it's this is about financial planners doing their jobs correctly. So, as an example, I. And my own financial planner. You'll probably come to guess that anyway. So it's, um, but I have um, $3 million worth of life insurance that was owned through my self managed super fund. And I have three beneficiaries in there, uh, being Boyana and the boys, who were all equal beneficiaries. Now, what happens is under superannuation law is that if a benefit is paid due to death, due to somebody who is a taxation dependent, uh, the payment is tax-free. So in this case, a spouse de facto, etc., is always classed as a financial dependent, no matter how old or whether they are financially dependent on you or not. So there's no tax payable to that benefit. And in regards to your children, they are classed as tax dependents if they're assuming they're not disabled in any way, they're classed as tax dependents up until the age of 18 or up until the age of 24 if they are still studying. So one day over Monday night family dinner, Josh stated to me that he, after a year of university, that he's deferring and he's not going back and he wasn't too sure what he was going to do. So what that meant was my 20-ish year old at the time uh, was no longer a financial dependent under superannuation law. So if I drop dead the following day, is Boyana gets her million, uh, Jeremy got her million, Josh would have got 700000 because he would have had a 30% tax bill. I reckon Jeremy would like that, calling him a her there too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jeremy Jeremy would have got $300,000 more than his brother because of the way I'd set things up. So um, my suggestion to Josh would have been on my deathbed, mate, quickly go and enrol in uni. It's worth three hundred grand to do it. So it's... um, but in saying that, there's obviously a solution to everything, otherwise your financial plan is not worth his salt. So the solution was quite simple, and that is that I took my insurance for the boys outside of my superannuation fund, changed my um, non-lapsing binding death nomination within the super fund, and had the money going to a testamentary trust in the event of, in the event of my death to the boys, which I still won't let them touch the capital until they're 35 because that's just me. Yes. <laughs> I think Josh would rock up to, car, uh, to to work with a very nice car if you were to pass away. Another new skyline. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's the part of planning towards that insurance and I guess that that's it. when we have our clients come in, that's what we start with. And it's planning for that time. But we have had stories and I guess gone through some claims process within the last, you know, week really um there's been some some news so i guess touch on touch on that part of the process for us well if we just look at the last week and as i said you know it's 
sometimes when you are, well when you are very close to clients breaking the news that you've successfully got a claim for them is bittersweet because you're getting them a large lump sum of money in some cases you know seven figures but there's something seriously wrong with their health or they're no longer with us yeah and the important part of growing your wealth is also protecting it and that's what insurance is for you only ever have enough in place to actually protect the livelihood of your family and in the last week alone um well this morning i was with uh john who's a you know john and i've grown up together since birth you know his parents are my de facto auntie and uncle one of several de facto auntie and uncles i have because we have no relatives in australia so I've known John my entire life uh, and, and his sisters, you know, we were all very, very close friends growing up as young kids. And John lost his wife, her battle to breast cancer uh, last year, um, 48 years old, three young children ranging from six to 16. And John is now, you know, a, a single father. And besides having to bury the love of his life, um, you know, in September last year, we're now planning today all of his finances going forward to keep him and the family in a really good financial position for the rest of their life. But as you know, our catch cry, Jamie, is that our job is to make sure the person gets the right amount of money at the right time to the right person. And our goal is to always make sure that's because of retirement. Know, yeah. that we're giving them checks of a couple million dollars because of the great work they've done in saving, the great work we've done for them in investing, and we're giving them a you know a tax-free income of 150 grand for the rest of their life because of the great work we do. That When we talk about getting the right amount of money to the right person at the right time, that's what we like to think it is, but sometimes it's actually through insurance. So for John, having the insurance payout actually meant that he's able to take time away from work, helping get him and his family through the grieving process um, and move forward not having to be concerned about finances in the short term. And that's the hardest part of what we do. That's one example. Last week um, I had dinner with a client who's also become a good friend over the last few years where... um, he you know a week prior to that i was at the funeral of his wife 44 years old um died of bowel cancer which uh, spread throughout her body over the space of 18 months and i met them uh, three months before she was diagnosed and that's really hard you know when you consider that three months prior to her passing we were at a theater show together in the city we're all out for dinner together and to then be at the funeral and to watch you know Doug with his three young children it's heartbreaking it really is um when we went out for dinner last night you know he's as Doug would say so he's getting his shit together but once again you know Doug's Doug's got a very successful IT company he's self-employed He has to be there every day, but he also has to be there for his children as well. And the absolute, in both those cases, the absolute loves of their lives are no longer with them. And that's 
that's the emotional part of what we do. We make sure that your cheque gets to them, you know, in both of those cases prior uh, to their passing. So that does take an emotional toll on us. There's no doubting that. Um, last week as well, we had a win over the industry fund rest who had refused an insurance payout for someone who wasn't our client, but a partner of an accounting firm that we work with. It was his uh, partner's brother who passed away. And, you know, rest for reasons that I won't go into, decided that they weren't going to honour the claim. Uh, they knocked back the claim with the family. The family just thought, well, that's it. Uh, Michael suggested that they put it in our hands, which they did. We fought rest and after four months and then probably half a dozen times, I would say, uh, saying no to us, they finally agreed to pay out the full amount of $407,000 to the family. Now, we didn't put that insurance in place, but we knew the law. And the interesting thing was the family were just prepared to walk away and only get his accumulation benefit, which was 20 grand. And we just said, no way, no. There is a legitimate claim here. And we went after that claim and it was paid out. And today I rang the partner of an accounting firm who's 49 years old and um, has brain cancer. And just to inform him that his uh, TPD cheque of quite a substantial amount of money to buy out his shareholding, the business was paid out and the funds were put into his bank account today. And he was in the process of paying his Telstra bill when I gave him that telephone call. And as much as he would prefer not to have received the money and not have brain cancer, the fact is is that you know him and his wife are going to get to live a good life for however long, many years that is, hopefully a very long time with his family, because once again they put in place. So if you think of the last two weeks, attending a funeral, getting a large cheque paid out today, you know, another cheque, 400 grand paid out to a family and speaking to a widowed husband who I've known all my life. It's, you know, it's been a really emotional few weeks for what we do. Yeah, and I think sometimes, you know, when putting insurance in place for clients, these are the stories that you sort of want to tell them, but I guess sometimes you don't really want to sit there with a client who's sort of looking towards the future and, and looking in that positive way to, you know, saving money, investing money and doing things you know, that they want to set up for their retirement, um, that it's these sad stories that you sometimes need to touch on to sort of, you know, open their eyes to what can happen. Jamie, statistically, one in three people before the age of 70 will contract some form of cancer. Now, there's three people sitting in this room. I don't intend on being one of them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you don't. So the person who doesn't have a microphone, is it, there? Is it them? Yeah. St unfortunately, that's the statistics. And... The fact is, is we have to ensure that if those statistics were to occur, that our clients' livelihoods are not financially affected. Because you know what? It's far easier to fight through a cancer when you don't have financial struggles as well. Yeah. And as you know, we're now hit in the space of, from what we announced last week to this week, we're now just shy under $40 million of claims having been paid out over 28 years. We have never had a claim knocked back, ever. And that is something that we are really proud of because the most important part of insurance 
is not placing the insurance. The most important part of our job when it comes to insurance is making sure those underwriters of whichever insurance company we choose on behalf of the client get the full picture so in the events of a claim we are never having to fight the underwriters like we had to fight REST or like we have to fight other industry funds that were fought recently as well on behalf of clients too. And that's what's actually really important is that in the event of the worst possible conversation a client can ever have with a doctor, we're there and making sure that what we've put in place is paid out, making sure the right amount of money goes to the right person at the right time. In the most tax effective manner. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I guess, you know, we do build those relationships with the insurance companies and it's not something where, you know, we're just sort of going on a computer and looking at different companies and then, you know, putting a quote straight through them. Um, you know, we continually go to development days, we continue to talk to them, we continue to have them out for meeting with us. Um, talking about definitions I guess if you read a PDS some of them are actually all of them are over 100 pages so you know there is a lot of knowledge that goes behind it and there's a lot of work that goes behind it um, but that's something that we're you know we're interested in and that we, we, we want to do it um, we want to ensure our clients are correctly insured absolutely it's creating wealth is great uh, protecting it is vital mm. All right, Tony, um, I guess we'll wrap this one up. We're trying to keep them short, as short as we can, really, at the moment. Um, as I said, we're new to this, and we're just sort of testing the waters. So if you have any feedback, please give it to us. Um, I think, Tony, you got one more thing? Yeah, just, um, just to let everyone know out there, too, uh, we are going to, in the future, be doing some interviews. As most of you know, I know some very interesting characters in this world, um, pretty well connected. We are going to be doing some interviews going forward with uh, some very in interesting and inspiring individuals. Uh, people who have wonderful messages uh, for the world in general and also in regards to things of interest um, so whether it's you know health and lifestyle etc but uh, also too we will be doing interviews with our clients too who we believe have interesting stories uh, that are worth sharing with the world so uh, they'll be separate to these uh, these ones but I think they'll be very inspiring and I'm looking forward to doing those interviews. All right. Thanks very much for your time again, Tony. Thanks, Tony.